Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm Mark Choi, and I'm here today with Brendan McCullough and Doug Coleman. How's it going, guys? It's going great. How are you, uh, Bren? Uh, same as always. Got, of course. Pretty mediocre. Yeah. I, I could do your intro for you if you want. Yeah, since I know how it's going to go. I don't, I don't want to lie to our audience. I'm not going to provide this falsehood of lies and despair. I'm doing great. I'm doing terrible. God and I want it. the audience to feel bad for me because I live off pity. Don't I, listen to this guy. I pay my rent in pity and sympathy. Um, <laughs> but, oh, dear. Uh, you guys are forced to listen to this guy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what have we all been playing? I actually have some news in that department, but uh, let's start with Mark because it's been the longest we've heard since. Yeah. Blah. No, I got you. Um, so, a couple things. Uh, I started Knights of the Old Republic 2, believe it or not. Very, yeah, it's an old game. It was out on like original Xbox and maybe PS2. I don't, I don't remember, but I got it on Steam as a gift. Uh, Bren and a couple of uh, our friends did a, a Pollyanna for, for video games last Christmas. And this is one of them that I got. Oh, that's weird that you brought that up. I just installed, uh, Last Remnant, which is what you gave me for that exact thing. Oh, nice, dude. So I'm gonna I actually start playing that soon. I'm actually going to start playing Last Remnant soon also, so we should both play at the same time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been playing, uh, Night Seal Republic 2. Never played it before. Uh, so far it's pretty cool. The only problem is there's this bug in uh, the game that oh. is, n- I, I've read like as, like hundreds of forum posts on it and I can't find a concrete solution to it, but Every time I get out of a battle, my character is frozen. Like, I can move, like, the game steep is, like, still working, but the WASD keys don't work. And hmm. the only way to fix it is F4 and F5 are quick save and quick load. It takes about, like, 7 to 10 seconds to get that going, and then your character will work again. But every time I get into a battle, it just breaks. So, wow, yeah. I never had that. Yeah, it's really making the game not fun for me. Cause, yeah. All right. Um, bringing up bugs, it just I have to go off on this tangent, and it's just real brief. It's Pokemon Go. They did release an update, and it actually fixed it. But my girlfriend, when she was on Pokemon Go, she had the craziest bug that uh, it was the only phone I ever saw it happen on. It's a Kakuna. But like when she, well, no, she <laughs> she'd pull up the pokedex and when you'd click on like say like the specific pokemon you want to pull mm-hmm. up it would just scroll through every last pokemon all the way to one and then when you'd try to like read the text it was all vertically aligned and like impossible to read and like this re- you could just scroll forever for like this strange like oddly like it was a really bad glitch but uh the recent update did fix it for her phone so i wonder how many other people had that oh. i have a video mean, of it too so i might as well post it in you the mean show. the recent Weird. downgrade well <laughs> well, well, yeah, and that's. I, well, at first, she was like, "Oh, where'd the transfer button go?" But they just like changed I, the UI. I say we'll talk about that because that that could be a big discussion one. So okay, okay yeah, sure. we'll, we'll move on. Let I'm me, sorry. Yeah. I'll, but, uh, I'll just finish up my game list. Yeah, uh, but Mark, you reminded me because I remember playing Knights of Republic two. I never played the first one, but the conf- story can be a bit confusing if you're just playing the second one. But I feel like people can piece it together. It's not impossible. So I, anyone who hasn't played it, I recommend both actually. Um, but I remember for PC, I hit like update. I remember seeing there was like an update button saying it had a new uh, patch or something. And when I hit it, I couldn't play. Like it said, it just updated like a few graphic glitches and like a character's voice pack or something simple. 
but then it just like corrupted the whole game for me. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. Game breaking bugs. I, so it was like spore. Like I would say, since it's so old, don't update it because it might actually cause more problems. But okay. whatever, whatever your glitch is, I've never heard of that before. So basically, oh, it and what I've been reading, there's a bunch of bugs. Like I'm sure. so many bugs. I don't know why this game is so unbelievably unstable. <laughs> it's Bioware. <laughs> yeah, it's God damn like it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm having a a fun time, but I don't know how much longer I can do this. It is oh, that <laughs> so annoying. Every fight I have to save and load, save and load. And there, like, there's battles like every 10 feet. It's so, so often. And they respawn yeah. like when you leave an area and come back. I think they I all know. come back. Like, I guess I, the one good thing is that I never have times where like, oh, I haven't saved in half an hour and I just <laughs> died because I saved 40 seconds ago. Yeah. That oh, sucks because the game is so good, and I I do hope you can figure it out and like actually play through all of it because it's so yeah. Great. I'm gonna try, but if if I drop it, it's for a good reason. Yeah, um, it's not because you were bored by it or something. No, not at all. It's actually the opposite. It's pretty cool. Um, I guess you could watch a let's play of it if you really had to. Yeah, that's true. I could do that. Um, and I've been playing. Okay, yeah. So I've been playing some Shadowrun Returns still making. Mm-hmm progress on that I've, I've just been bouncing around between a bunch of different games um hopefully thank god someone has on this podcast <laughs> hey i actually have recently so we'll get okay, there yeah. yeah um oh another thing actually now oh you just said that now i'm gonna bring up a game that i've played a billion times <laughs> um so i started life is strange again Woo! Um, <laughs> we talked about this on the last i know episode. god damn we it. did but it was okay so it's the first episode was free yeah on like every platform mm-hmm. and so my wife and I were on the couch one night, like just not doing anything. And I realized it was free on my Xbox one. So I downloaded it and I was like, I think you'd actually probably enjoy this game. Um, so of course we, yeah. So I, I, it wasn't, I didn't start replaying it again because of me, but I wanted her to get into it. So mm-hmm. we're like almost done episode one. So far she thinks it's pretty cool. Um, it's one of, you know, it's like one of my favorite games of all time. Same, dude. It's going to like, uh, you just get to watch her get sucked in as much as you were. I know. Yeah. It's so cool. But I'm wondering if uh, your wife is going to feel the hey, same way you. about Chloe as the way my girlfriend did. She was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's like. I doubt it. But I know I know both your girlfriend and his wife, so I doubt it. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. I feel like girls have different attitudes towards girls in video games than guys. Yeah. yeah. I think that's totally part of it. Oh, man. It was just so hilarious for me. But no, that game in general, I have to agree. It was definitely one of the best titles of 2015, if not the best games I've ever played. Yeah. Oh, I, I completely agree. I um, feel like after you play all of it, like, because there's definitely sad parts for anyone who hasn't played it. I feel like your wife's just going to be pissed at me. <laughs> like, why did you make yeah, me do this? Definitely. You're going to get. Why did you do this to me? Yeah. No, I, I'm so excited for that to happen. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited to make my wife sad. I, my, my biggest, like, impasse right now, though, is we've been playing it on Xbox, like, on the couch on our big screen TV, and I only have episode one on my Xbox, and then I have it for PC. So. I'll probably just download it on my laptop and HDMI it up to the TV, but then it's, and then I, I, I think it probably has Xbox support on Steam, so I can just use oh, the yeah. 360 controller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm probably going to do for four or five, 
or uh, two, three, four, and five, just because I don't want to buy them again on Xbox One. There's no point. Yeah, yeah that makes That's sense. Yeah. Since you already own them and you can accomplish the same thing, yeah. Yeah. So, um, another game I've been playing, replaying Pokemon Blue, and believe it or not, I'm doing this because it came free on my Pokemon 20th anniversary 3DS, um, mm. but... So Pokemon in the original red and blue games aren't going to be tradable to uh, Sun and Moon when they come out, believe yeah. it or not. So I'm doing the Mew glitch in the beginning of the game. <laughs> so I'm getting a Mew before I even beat the second gym leader. And <laughs> I'm doing it solely to be able to transfer it to to um, to Sun and Moon when I get those. Absolutely. And, um. Still playing Devil Survivor Overclock 2. It's a really, really long game. <laughs> um, have I been playing anything else? Yeah, I bought a lot of games recently. Uh, why? Steam. We've talked about this, Mark. <laughs> we know you have know. a problem. <laughs> I bought Pathologic Classic HD just because it looked really freaking cool. What the fuck is that? No idea what that is. Yeah, please explain um, a little. Uh, let me go to the, uh, let me go to the game store and look at a description because I haven't played it yet, but I bought right, it. I already pulled it up. It's 12, it's 13 bucks on Steam currently. Uh, it looks like it got very positive reviews. There's only a like, couple hundred, but it came out, uh, yeah. late October last year. So yeah, it's like a, it's a remake of, um, an old game and, I'm a big fan of horror games, um, or just like unsettling mystery exploring games. So uh, I picked it up. It was on sale. It was like four dollars. Oh wow! Nice. I have no impulse control on Steam, so I, <laughs> I mean that's a pretty damn good deal for the game you're getting for four bucks. So I don't yeah, know. I might have done the is. same. Oh, and I still need to freaking finish. The next tomb, the second Tomb Raider. I have like uh, five or six hours in that. And I s- still haven't finished that. I need to get on that, man. I'm gonna finish that this week. God, you bastard! I, I want it for PlayStation Four so bad. It's just not available yet. Uh, yeah, I, I I picked it up um for like half off on a Steam sale. I think I got it for like thirty bucks. Damn. But it is if your computer isn't like upgraded in the past two years don't even bother it that's is, where i'm at that's yeah. why i i know better and i'm like i'll just wait for yeah. a console so my house doesn't burn down yeah oh. and like another game that you i'm not playing but i'm just super hyped for that's coming out soon hype, hype, hype. you guys mentioned it um oh. on the e3 episode um well two games in particular one being um uh it's i don't know if i remember the name off the top of my head but you have to like take those happiness pills we have and few. oh we, we happy, happy few, few. Yeah. yeah i'm just so stoked for that i was i just watched the trailer before we recorded and i'm i'm just like so hyped we actually talked about it on the most recent episode so that's probably why you didn't hear it yet but uh bren was talking about how it's not living up to the expectations of like the e3 trailer so oh really well oh, okay you might want to yeah. listen to that one <laughs> well i'm, I'm happy so yeah, I listened to half of the most recent one that you guys did uh, on my way home from work, but I, I got home before it finished. Yeah, so, oh, it happens. Well, I'll just yeah. give you a brief recap so I'm not repeating myself the whole time. Um, It's on Steam right now for 30 bucks, but it's in early access. And it's on Xbox One right now, which you have for free because you have to pay the membership cost. Yeah. So you can download the early access version of it on Xbox for free right now. 
Um, but it just showcased in E3, it showcased the prologue, like the intro video that was very story heavy. And the gameplay is actually, uh, survival roguelike where what? you like have to try and maintain your stats and stuff and like keep, keep surviving and figure out the story as you progress. And that was my reaction. Then you can die and then come back as like a new character and you lose everything. I really thought it would be more like a Bioshock type thing. That's what everyone thought. (laughs) And this is the exact same conversation we had last episode. Okay. Oh, God. It's funny because it's like the words coming out of your mouth instead of mine. Yeah. This is funny. Oh, no. I I hear it's still good, but it was just, it wasn't what people were expecting. It was like Brutal Legends. People thought it was going to be, that was going to be like a weird heavy metal God of War sort of clone. And it ended up being a real time strategy game. Oh, geez. Okay, so, I'll bring up the other game then. It was the, um... Damn it, I keep, like, bringing these up. I don't remember the names. It's the one in Detroit where you're becoming oh, human or something. I think it yes. is called Becoming Human Detroit. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Or something right. similar to yeah. that. I, that. Oh, my God, it looks, looks so good, but it's PS4 exclusive. And Woo! I want PS4 <laughs> so The one badly. time Doug's happy. <laughs> I'm, I am getting a PS4 the, the week the new one comes out. Like... I would be oh, totally great. cool with buying one now if it wasn't just so close to when they're going to come out. I feel like mm-hmm. I'd be shooting myself in the foot there yeah. by just being impulsive. But Did you- not like I'm still like the old PS4 still are going to play every of one of the same games as the new one. But like at this point, why not just yeah. wait, I guess. But what were you going to say, Brent? Did you play uh, Heavy Rain? Because it's by no, the same studio. No, I didn't, and that's another game that's remade on the PS4, if I'm not mistaken. It is, and yeah. same with uh, the other one. Fuck, why can't I think of it? Beyond, Beyond Two, Two Souls. Souls. Oh, yes. Beyond Two Souls. Okay. So good. Yeah. I loved both games. I need a PS4. <laughs> you really <laughs> do. Uh, dude, well, also, this is a real random side tangent. What do you guys think uh, a brand new PS4 controller is going for these days? 60? Brand new? Yeah, brand new. I'll say 60. I'll say 60 bucks. Okay, 60 and 85? Yeah. Okay, nope. All right, so it's typically it's 65, and then I saw them on sale for 45. I was like, might as well get one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, oh, but that's dude. what I mean. 65, that's like the over the price of a game for a single controller. Then again, it but, is like a really high-tech controller. And yeah. you're also, you know, you play one game per game, but like per disc you buy, but for a controller, you could use that your whole life. Like, yeah, I, but, I still have PS2 controllers that work fine. But that's what I mean. Would you feel comfortable paying $85 for a controller? That would be too no, much. No, I would ask because I have no money. Yeah. I mean, I would do it just to have two, but then I would stop at two. I don't think there's any point. That's what I mean. When I saw it like on sale for like 20 bucks cheaper, I'm like, well, might as well. Now I can play some two-player games for once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I also have no one to play any games with, especially on console. So I am a unique case. It, yeah, that makes sense. I don't either, man. Well, I guess if I got a PS4, then Doug. But then, but up until then, I would like right now. I don't have anybody on any console. It's all Steam. Yeah, gotcha. Well, bottom line is get a PS4, listener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but back to becoming human and heavy rain. I'll say, Mark, they're both. They're like uh, Life is Strange. They're both very dialogue and story heavy. There's at least with Heavy Rain. There's not a lot of action. And most people are assuming that's how Becoming Human will be. It's very story and choice heavy as opposed to like running around doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that makes sense. Well, I'm yeah. totally cool with that. that that's mm-hmm. fine with me. Uh, yeah, I just don't want people to go into it thinking it's going to be like a cop, cop drama where you're a cyborg and get the old we have a few switcheroo. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. But in general, I think the story is going to be compelling enough that people are going to be like, holy fuck. Yeah, but I don't know. (laughs) Those fucking E3 trailers, man, you can't trust a word they say. You're right. God damn it. They're so misleading. I mean, that's the point. They're supposed to showcase the best possible scenarios with those games to want you to buy them. And they worked. So. Yeah, what's that game that I really care about? Horizon Zero Dawn, the Robo Dinosaurs? That looks so fucking cool. I don't even care if that's a fake trailer. I'm hook, line, and sinkered. Yeah, same. Uh, Like, I'm ready for that one. Yeah, that one looks awesome. (laughs) But, uh, how about you, Bren? Do you want, or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go just because I can summarize it quick. Okay. Uh, Like I said, I started playing Last Remnant. And for anyone who doesn't know, it for some reason, it's real cheap. Because the Pollyanna thing that me and Mark did was the games had to be under $5, right? Yep. Yeah, it's so, five bucks. Yeah, so Mark got it for five bucks. I It's not that old, so I don't know why it's so cheap. Um, looked like some of the reviews like recently have been like, you know, so-so, like mixed reviews recently. But I noticed with mixed reviews, they only do out of recent reviews. So it's... Or yeah, not I was mixed gonna reviews. S- I was uh, going to say, re- when I bought that, the reviews were really good. Yeah, sorry, I messed up. Out of recent reviews, it only gauges them out of all the recent reviews within the last like six months or so. It doesn't do compared to overall. Oh, wow. So if it did compared to overall, you wouldn't see it mix at all. It would be overwhelmingly positive for whatever. But the recent is only, it's less than a year are those recent reviews, and it only gauges them by recent reviews. So just be mindful that just because it's not doing well recently... It might have been because only five people played it that year and gave a review for it. And three out of five people said it was bad. But then the 500 people that played it when it launched said it was good. Hmm. So just be wary of those recent reviews. They, they're not absolute. Oh, yeah, one thing weird. about... I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say one thing about that game, Bren. I have yeah. fif- I have like 15 minutes in it. The la- It says the last time I played it was like 2013 or something. <laughs> um, and I just booted it up. And I didn't even like start the game, but one thing I remember is like, I think you have to have an Xbox controller. So Um, I don't know if you have a wired one or a adapter for a wireless one. I got Um, a program that I have a PlayStation three controller I can use and it'll configure it to make it look like an Xbox one. Yeah. All right. Then you're fine. Yeah. It just needs to be a controller. Yeah. So that's, that's not a problem, but yeah, sometimes you need games with those programs that like are sp- like if they're exclusive to xbox and then they get it ported to the computer yeah it's like, shit yeah that's what it is it's like it'll be like press press b but there's like you don't even have a controller plugged in it just like that's it that's yeah. all you got the biggest so. problem is uh with like when a game's for xbox but you're playing with a playstation controller is like pr- press x because they both have x but they're in different spots it's like, mm-hmm. shit but yeah i'm not too worried that fucking review rating system still has me butthurt. Like, I just don't think they should factor in the recent, like, uh, votes at all. It should, it shouldn't matter. It should just be an overall, like, this, exactly. these are the amount of reviews. It oh, has. I know. And- Dude, it's so broken. It is, it's, the only thing I can compare it to is, like, how cable television is rated. <laughs> oh, Christ. By 25 families across the country and yeah. they decide everything. Yep. Yeah. It's like, the oh, the new season system. of, yeah, it's like the new season of like Jericho. And it was rated by like, <laughs> it was rated by like 75 year old women in like Kansas. It's just Mark, like, get off your Jericho soapbox. That show ended like seven, eight years ago. I need season three. I need it. No. Mark has like, everyone he knows, he tries to get him to watch Jericho. And no one's done it. Not one person. 
I've watched Bless like, their hearts. I watched like half a season. I just wasn't that interested. I'm it, sorry. It, it didn't seem interesting when it was live, like on air. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Mark. <laughs> this is just his little like campaign. He's trying to get Jericho back for so I long. I feel that. like it's the same thing with you campaigning bad rats in a weird way. He's just like, <laughs> you all need to have seen this and and get ready because it's not done and they're not giving us another season. It'd was... probably be me campaigning for uh, Young Justice because I oh, rewatched all go. of that again recently i was dying i was listening to the the i was a walrus in or no no it was what's that sound in the car when doug played bad rats as a sound clip <laughs> and i knew what it was the whole time and i was oh <laughs> god yeah, i couldn't even identify that um the hell are we talking about oh reason i don't reviews. remember yeah I, yeah i do see a like a reason a benefit for having that because games like destiny where i know it's not on steam but games like that where it did really bad at launch and then they updated it with the DLC and it became a whole new game and everyone loved it after that. Like that's where overall the reviews wouldn't be good, but recent they would all be good or vice versa where a game did pretty good and then released an update and then just the game turned to shit. I can't think of one for that, but yeah, but I think that's why certain devs were pushing for that. And then steam was like, you know, we can implement something like that. But what they really should have done was be like, uh, yeah, it'll help you guys out, but then it's going to screw over all these other games that have already been in our database or like whatever for years. Like, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. There's well, been like- so many overwhelmingly positive games that you go back the next day and it's like, like mixed. It's, well, it's just last completely remnant. fell from heaven. Yeah, that's a, a good example. Yeah. Overall, it has overwhelmingly positive, but recent it was mixed. But yeah. like I said, the recent ones are only for like six months or so. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on how many people have reviewed it in those six months. Yeah. So, like I said, I think I think it helps with some stuff like updates or games that are continuously getting patches and fixes. But don't you know? Don't treat the recent reviews as if they're the same as the overall. Because in recent reviews, you could have six reviews, and in overall reviews, you could have 6,000. Yeah. So there's a big difference. Um, but games I've been playing, uh, like I said, starting Last Remnant, or I will be starting that soon. I tried playing, uh, I think I've talked about it before, but Divinity Dragon Commander. I tried starting that up again. And it's like, uh, it's tough to explain. It's a real-time strategy game. But then you also are like a commander of a country and have to make like the dialogue choices of who you're going to marry, what you're going to do, and like everything that factors your influence with these different races. So there's like elves, lizard people, the undead, uh, goblins, and humans. So you have to like every decision you make, it's almost universally like three people agree and two people disagree. And you have to decide who you side with to like win the favor. And if you lose favor with one race, they'll pull out of the army and stop helping you. And to neat premise, the graphics are pretty good when you're talking with the leaders. The RP, like, all the role-playing and decision-making stuff is very enjoyable, and that's why I bought it, because I heard people say how fun that was. Because you can get, like, a skeleton wife, you'll find out she has bone cancer, you work on a cure for her, it makes her mortal again, like, it gives her skin and, like, her body back, and then all the undead people hate you for doing that. And then you can sacrifice her to this demon thing. You get crazy powers. Like, it's really cool all the choices you can make. But my god, is the real-time strategy portion of that game just broken as all hell. It's so fucking hard. And I don't know if I'm just terrible at it, but I have it on the easiest setting and I can't get past, like, the third level or something. It's so hard. And I I wish I could just take that out and play the, like, decision-making diplomacy part of the game by itself. 
Interesting. I tried that again, and once again, I couldn't get like past the third stage, so I just fuck it. So I, uh, it really seems fun, but I can't get past the real time strategy part. Cause it's as if you're playing against StarCraft players, like ex, like professional StarCraft players, where by like turn three, you have a factory where you can build troops, and then you turn around and it, three armies are attacking you. It's like, I, I just got, I just started making troops. How do they have full armies already? It's so unfair. Damn. Yeah. Uh, and Overwatch. Uh, more Overwatch. Getting real salty in Overwatch. Getting cool. real mad real quick, but that's, uh. That's not news. <laughs> no, not but really. The f- How about you? Right. Yeah, I guess I'll finally dive into some of these new games I've been playing. So, obviously, I'm still going pretty, uh, consistently with Gravity Rush Remastered. It's, like, unbelievably satisfying, and I love the game. And out of the numerous times of me logging on and playing, I've only encountered, like, one moment where it was, like, slightly glitchy. So, overall, for having such a complicated mechanic as, like, gravity manipulation, the game's great. Um, but then, over the weekend, I've, I uh, subscribed to this thing called PS Now, which is PlayStation Now. It's basically a cloud service where you get access to all these PS3 titles. Have you guys hmm. heard of this? No. no, but I would be interested if I had a PS4. You definitely would, because essentially for, uh, and I'm like, I'm just going to try out for one month, $20. You get access to hundreds of games in this library. And so I just started going balls deep on like a bunch of them. And I'm like, try- and like the funny thing is like when we last spoke with, uh, Corey from One Track Gamers, it kind of like sparked in me the drive to be like, let's gather some trophies and see if get I have any chance. trophies? Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to try to get platinums. I'm, I'm going to attempt to, but overall, I just want to just boost my trophy collection. Let's put I, it that way. Just I don't think I have one platinum trophy and Corey got four in a weekend. Like that just shows you the level of gamer. Yeah, no, he's him and his wife. Uh, kudos to them. They are incredible. Uh, um, yeah. but so, so the first game that I was like, okay, well, I've heard that the Lego games are pretty easy to platinum and or just get trophies for. So I started playing Lego Harry Potter years one through four, having a blast. It's actually just like giving me like the old magic of Harry Potter, but it's all like so like done in like a really fast way where they just like there's no actual words they just kind of mumble and you just get the gist of the story and then you kind of go do missions and it overall fun game i'm enjoying that gonna have to eventually beat that and move on to years five through seven which is another game that i have access to um another one that i was like initially immediately like oh what's in in the realm of dynasty warriors what do i get and i have access to seven and eight so i hopped into eight right away because i'm like let's see the latest and greatest and it (laughs) What? I, it, Dynasty Warriors just seem to get worse as they go on. Well, that's what I mean. It, it, it wasn't that exciting, actually. It was like, yeah. sure, the graphics were great, but it was still the same exact same game. And I, was I like, think they kind of peak around three or four. I think that's probably where the best were. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't super into them either. They got very repetitive. Very oh, fast. extremely. Yeah. And characters that I, I'm not sure if I'm just racist or I just literally can't, <laughs> like, I can't remember these characters. Whoa. Like, I'm sorry. That's a bullet sentence to just casually throw out. Like, I don't know who I'm racist, but, uh, these Chinamen? No, that's not it. No, but I'm just saying, like, I just feel like I don't ever remember these characters game to game. So let's put it that way. Uh, Maybe they're supposed to leave a lasting impact, but they don't for me. I would say it's even harder with the, uh, like, newer ones because, like, one to four are pretty much, they're all really identical because they were all on, like, PS2. Like, so they had the same graphics capability, roughly. And then, like, the newer ones went from, like, two to three and then three to four. So, like, they do crazy overhauls with the characters. So they're really hard to recognize, even if you are a big fan. 
Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, and also it's just like the whole culture shock. Like, I don't understand any of that shit. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so then the other game that I've been playing, you guys are going to laugh at me. Like, and I'm seriously playing this. So I'm going to play as soon as we end tonight is Jeopardy, the video game. It's so fucking fun. And it's like, I like in the first time of me playing that game, I got so many fucking trophies. It was unbelievable because like I had, I got both daily doubles and I fucking doubled my money on both of them and like ended up like walking away with 144k in one game of Jeopardy. I was like, I think I'm going to enjoy this game. I'm sure I'd be doing pretty good against in Jeopardy too if I had access to a smartphone while I played. Oh, dude, I didn't, dude, I looked up one and it was in the oh, heat of the oh, moment. You've already admitted to cheating. I can't believe any of your points now. Uh, you're They're all fake now. Full of shit. No, <laughs> it was like literally confirming what I already knew. God damn it. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. And then, but no, there's some other ones that are like have my eye that, like I said, there's like hundreds of games in this library and that, that I now have oh, yeah. access to. So like there's this one game called Rain I want to play, uh, Resident Evil 4 remastered. Oh, uh, there you go. Hot Shots Golf, I might fuck around, who knows. And then Katamari Forever, I really need to play that at some point during this month. God, um, those games are crazy. Those games are a trip. Hell yeah. And then the one that I actually just got, and it's free, and I'm stoked about it, and I only found out about it because it was like on the spotlight in the PSN store, is this game called Neverwinter, and it's like the Dungeons & Dragons like video game, and it's yeah. like fucking dope it's really cool it's an mmo and like i said it's free so i decided to download that and start it up uh i made this character there's a bunch of different like races to choose from like tiefling and all the stuff that you're familiar with like elves and shit uh but there's this one that i don't really recall it was called drow like d-r-o-w and it made me think of like when we were like doing i was a walrus and we had to make up a color and i went with drow so i was like oh, I'll, I'll be a drow so I'm this Drow control wizard named Breadshoes.rocks, and he, he's <laughs> the course. fucking shit. No, dude, he looks so the goddamn badass and, like, slick. And I, I'm level four. I only started playing recently. But overall, really fucking solid, fun kind of MMO. I'm excited to see where it goes, uh, especially since it was free. But I'm sure there's a twist to that being like, oh, well, if you want access to the members area, like in RuneScape or whatever. Speaking <laughs> of that, I fucking was feeling nostalgic a couple weekends ago and downloaded RuneScape just to see what was going on. Oh, I regret it. I need to actually <laughs> remind myself to uninstall that immediately. But no, it was basically, it, it's definitely a an entirely new game these days like it's all I'm new sure. mastered graphics and everything like i don't even think you start in like lumbridge i don't even fucking know so did who I the ever, hell did i ever tell you how good i was at runescape i yes. think we touched <laughs> on it briefly but it depends <laughs> yes, on you have. yeah if you need to go down that i'll just be fast well i was so the level cap was at the time for me was 126 um yeah, so I mean that was the level cap kind of like when we all played probably. Uh mm-hmm. I was level 115 I think, which is like probably a thousand hours of gameplay. I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I had I had 110 million gold. <laughs> I remember Damn. like in middle school all of me and my friends were playing it like all the guys at the school were and then we stopped like after middle school. And then I, you came to our high school and then started it back up again with like yeah, all I did. Of our friends. Yeah, I did. We dude, I got everyone back into it. I probably Not me. Have, I stayed out. I've played probably years straight of RuneScape. I'm sure. I I don't play anymore, but all right, I'll let you keep talking about it. <laughs> oh no, that, I'm just basically saying I'm glad I have Neverwinter and never want to go back to RuneScape. I was wrong for downloading it. Don't do it, listener. <laughs> Neverscaper. 
Yeah, yeah the, the fact that it's changed so much, it became called, it's like RuneScape 5 now or something. And wow. Because they rebuilt it all in HTML5. And um, I don't have a, like, I don't have a desire to go back to it because it's not the same game I grew up with. So Pretty much, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'll stick to my RuneScape card, uh, Legends, the card game. But there you have it, listener. I had games to talk about. <laughs> For once. Yeah. Um, have you played, like, do you know if you have access to Infamous or Infamous? Yes, or? both of them. And I was like, that, I, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's one I'm going to have to play just so I could tell Bran about. Or, I, I mean, you know about them, but at least give you my input on the series. Yeah, it's just like, imagine Grand Theft Auto, like, where you're on, like, a weird island city. And imagine Assassin's Creed, but you don't have to hide. Like, yeah. you can just climb over to buildings and shoot lightning on people from above like a god, and it's the best feeling. Yeah, that seems like a pretty cool game concept. And you, there's the morality, so it's one of those games where you can be good or evil, but once you make the choice, you have to go, like, full evil or full good. You can't really do the gray area, but you get different powers depending on if you're good and evil. So it's always fun being good. Someone comes up to take a picture with you or get an autograph, and then when you walk away, you just throw a lightning ball in a gas station and blow up 47 people. <laughs> it's All great. Right. But seriously, though, I need your guys' opinions on this, like, PlayStation Now service in general. Like, what do you guys think of it? I think it's a pretty solid deal, like, giving you – you're just – it basically allocates space for you to play the game as as soon as you go through the library and you're like, oh, I want to play this one. It's like, oh, making sure no one else is playing the game or, like, it'll make room for you in a, your own server and then you have access to this game. It's pretty cool. It's actually probably going to end up killing services like – I don't know, Gamefly and all those other, like, let's just uh, mail shit to your door where instead it's like PlayStation is like, we have all the games of GameStop right here. Which one do you want to fucking play? Yeah, if it's just like an online almost rental service, like just for PlayStation games for like the older generation consoles, like I could see that'd be a great idea. I'm just suspicious there's some sort of caveat, like you said, where like, oh, you got, you know, 20 hours into this game, we're going to have to cut you off. It's like, what? Like, if there's Ooh. some sort of like loophole, I, I really don't think it is. I think it's full access to all of these games. The one loophole I did find is I am unable to stream the games that I'm playing, which is mm-hmm. like kind of a downside because I was like, oh, I'd love to show these people the leg, the Harry Potter Lego game I'm playing right now on Twitch. But the reason being is because it's a cloud service, so I'm probably streaming the game and and I can't stream footage of me doing that. I don't uh. I actually know the technical reason behind it, but the on the bright side is they currently it's all just PlayStation three titles that I can uh, play via the cloud, mm-hmm. but they are plan There are plans to offer PlayStation four titles as well as PS two and PS one games. So as long as that's like in on the horizon, that's going to make this the most like valuable gaming service in a, a hell of a long time. Well, at least for pl- diehard PlayStation fans, which I think a lot of our listeners are. Absolutely. Especially because, you're not buying the game, so you'd be more willing to try out games. You're like, oh, you know, I don't think I'd like that game, but yes. since I already have access to it, let me give it a shot. It makes me almost understand why there aren't demos anymore. And I'm thinking to myself, well, th- that kills demos, essentially. But then again, yeah. I don't know. I, Ooh, I, I'm wondering I, how new this whole thing is. I feel like it's probably been around since the PlayStation launched and we're, our PS4 launched and we're just like learning of it now. Yeah, it's like the Sega, like the mini Sega Genesis. It's like it's always been around. People just didn't care until until <laughs> Nintendo did it. Yeah, you just gotta try twenty bucks, and then you realize, oh my god, I can play any of these games. Holy shit! <laughs> I remember having the demo for the UFC game on my PS3 forever because the demo you only had two guys and you could just do a quick fight, but that's all I needed. And that fighting game was really good. 
Nice. Like, so if you want like a good detail, like the UFC games, I remember being really good. Yeah, I believe um, it. Those were fun. Um. Well, I guess that brings us to us running news? out of shit to talk about. Well, oh, yeah. Well, if you have news, feel free. <laughs> I always got news because I right. know I don't play any other games besides Overwatch and Necropolis and whatever else I'm playing for six years straight. <laughs> I still have not touched Binding of Isaac. I st- I won't install it on my computer. I won't do it. Oh man, good on you. Strong. Um, I remember talking about the Killing Joke, the movie, the you know infamous or rather like notorious Batman comic that was being made into an R-rated movie. I finally got around to watching that. Uh, there's a really weird like Batgirl story in the beginning of it that really I feel like it's trying to introduce people to Batgirl. But if you're watching a Batman movie, you know who Batgirl is. So it just felt really unnecessary. And I, there was an odd moment in it that just made me feel uncomfortable. So I, <laughs> if you watch The Killing Joke, I would just recommend trying to skip an hour ahead or however, however long that section is past the Batgirl stuff. I just don't think it did very well. Uh, but the, the movie overall, I enjoyed just cause it's fucking Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill coming back do the original voices oh nice was it as good as the uh, actual comic no not by a long stretch there's a lot of moments that you know the comics don't show every single scene like the transition transition scenes between like areas or them walking around that the movie has to show and it it kind of lowers the quality of it um there's some stuff i would have changed the style i wasn't thrilled about but like i would say a good seven out of ten but i might be biased because i'm just a sucker for that story and all Batman stuff. Uh, so if you can find it online anywhere, or if it's p- still playing in a theater near you, I'd recommend it. Okay. Um, um go for it. Uh, actually, I, I feel like I need to bring this up because it's games related. And I almost forgot to bring it up. I pre-ordered two games. So you guys have got to sue me. Doug, what um, are we talking about? Pre-order? I know. <laughs> the fuck I is know. this whole podcast about? Don't um, pre-order. Oh God. No, I'm, I'm grounded. No, but seriously, <laughs> no. So the, the, the reason being, cause they both look excellent and I, and one of them actually unlocks in three hours. It's called Abzu. And I'm sure oh, you've, yeah. you've heard of this. Yeah. I remember you showing me it and they uh, showcased it at the, uh, Sony press conference at E3. Yeah, dude. Okay, so this game looks fucking amazing. I don't even know how to describe it other than like an underwater adventure. And in general, I'm very excited for this game. It just looks like a visual masterpiece of you exploring this underwater like world. It looks great. Yeah, I remember seeing it at the showcase and thinking like that was kind of like the low point of the Sony showcase because they were just catering to the fans with like all the sequels, like the God of War sequel and all the Crash Bandicoot stuff. So it looked beautiful, but I remember that was probably the one people were least thrilled about because we just knew nothing about it. Yeah, even for a low point, it's beautiful, though. Yeah. And Okay, so here's a little more information, and this says it a lot better than I ever could. Uh, <laughs> Abzu is an epic descent into the depths of the sea where players will explore beautifully rendered ocean environments with fluid swimming controls. Uh, the experience draws inspiration from the deep, innate narrative that we all carry within our subconscious. The story of Abzu is a universal myth that resonates across cultures. Oh, so it's like really deep shit, apparently. Uh, <laughs> this been, rich story that we all carry in our subconscious, and you zoom into my brain, and it's just a monkey clanking symbols together <laughs> for an hour. But the name references a concept from the oldest mythologies. It's a combination of the ancient words ab, meaning ocean, and zoo, meaning to know. So abzu is the ocean of wisdom. 
<laughs> I just got, of course, me being as literal and punny as I can, I just got an image of like a zoo filled with nothing but six pack abs. <laughs> Sentient six pack abs just jumping around flexing. It's um, a gross zoo. Well, and that's the first of the two games I pre ordered. And then the other is this game called Bound, and it looks great. Another visual, like, clusterfuck on screen like it just looks insanely good i don't know but when i saw the trailer it it looks like a lot of like there's a lot of dancing involved i'm really interested interested to see how the game plays but overall just like i don't know i was just hooked by that trailer i was like this looks like a goddamn oh it's stunning mind fuck i heard most people describe it and i think it's appropriate as journey but now you're a ballerina Yes. Okay. That's a great way of describing it. And that's why I want to play it. I, I love the, the unique journey that was journey. So I want to see where this one takes me. Mm-hmm. Except the character like dances through everything instead of like flying yeah. with a scarf. And she has a weird like helmet on her face. I'm not quite sure. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, um, the, what are those DJs that are all, uh, Daft Punk? That's it. There it is. It's like a Daft Punk helmet. Nice. Speaking of that, you can go back. There's this other game that I was going to mention, but I don't think it looks that great. It's called Headlander. <laughs> oh, no, Headlander's great. <laughs> that sounds so stupid. Headlander's amazing. I'll oh, talk dude, about it. That's, all right, please do, because I, I was torn on whether or not I think this is cool or not. The, it looks like it's trying way too hard. Oh, uh, no, I'm it's looking great. at it right now. I've been watching like a playthrough of it, because it's a classic Metrova- Metrovania in, like, the sense of you run around getting different superpowers to unlock different doors, and then you have to go back and like retrack your steps. You play as a head. You're literally just a head in like an astronaut helmet. And this game was made by Double Fine Studios, who is notorious for making crappy games and taking people's money lately. Yeah. But this one was good because it was actually fully funded by Adult Swim Games, who make actually really good games. Like if you go onto their website, there's some flash games on there, like Amateur Surgeon Simulator and stuff like. They make some pretty decent games for, you know, a cable channel. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I feel like they're legitimate gamer fans and they know what the fans want and shit. Yeah, and they're not afraid to just try stuff. But Headlander, you fly around in this, like, crazy retro future, like, space station. Like, it's all as if it was, like, in the 70s and it has, like, the same type of humor as, like, Archer. And yeah. you play as just a head, you'll fly around ripping heads off of other like robots and machines and then you take control of them so you would need like a green robot to get past a certain doors so you would rip the head off a green robot to walk through and then you have to fight like a blue and purple which are like the different security levels and it's great i it's only like 20 bucks on steam so if you love metroidvania games and you love just dumb crazy humor and the weird like the weird stylistic like approach of like 70s but in space like it's that's your game i've heard nothing but great things about it yep all right so then you can go back to news i'm sorry for interrupting i tend to do that oh no race no one cares about my news anyway um but this one is that well i'll say this real quick undertale we all know that gigantic well that little game that made a gigantic splash in our hearts i found uh an album that was recently released called straight from the underground and it's like 35 songs from all these different composers and djs and people online and it's like they're all based around undertale undertale songs or the remixes of actual songs from undertale and it's fucking great i cannot recommend it enough 
it's like 38 songs for, or 35 songs for like, I think it's like 15.99 or something. You should be able to get it on like uh, Spotify and uh, iTunes and wherever you get music. Nice. My only complaint would be a lot of the songs are the same song, but it's by a different like DJ or different composers take on it. So they do sound pretty similar. So I don't think it'd be an album you can just have on loop by itself. But if you have it just mixed in, like shuffled through with the rest of your music, it'll be great. I There's a few songs that you can definitely identify who's who, but I think a lot of the remixes and electronic dubstep sort of songs kind of sound similar. They all sound great, but I don't think they stand out enough to be like, oh, this is this composer's and this is this DJ's and this is that guy's. Like, So I definitely recommend looking into it if you want to hear Undertale music and you want a big like collection of it. I love it. I've yeah. been listening to it nonstop. That's awesome. Sweet. Um, what else? No Man's Sky. You know that oh, game? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. You know those, like, five games we talk about all the time? I know. There's one of them. It better be... It, I thought the last time we said it was done, so this can't be, it's like... done. Supposedly, and it's, you can and beat it in 30 hours. Yeah, it's being released on August 9th, so relative to whenever this episode comes out. Ooh, shit, but that's gonna be, like, very soon, then. Cutting close, yeah. It might have already come out. No, I officially. think it's gonna... No, it's gonna come out tomorrow. Oh, there you go. But a guy bought a copy of it early. He bought it two weeks early, or like 10 days early, maybe. And he somehow got a leaked copy. Someone leaked a few copies of this, and he this guy bought it. And you know, if you buy it day one, it'd be about like 60 bucks. If you buy it with the season pass, maybe 85 This guy spent $1,300 to get No Man's Sky 10 days early. Why? Why? He must be like, this guy must be loaded if he can afford to do that. He said he just wanted to beat it like in his own little isolated area where he wasn't influenced by reviewers or by the general consensus of like people playing it all on launch day. Like he just wanted to be it on his own. And once he got it, he started releasing little hints and stuff. Try not to be too spoilery, but he was releasing it to like the, the No Man's Sky subreddit and stuff. What a little and, bitch. Just be like, <laughs> I have it, guys. Oh, well, I people the developers were, were so mad. I, I can't imagine what they're going through. I don't know if they're furious or maybe maybe this is creating more hype for the game. He, he was just answering questions for them. So they're like, what's this like? What's that like? And he would answer it without trying to ruin it for everybody. But yeah, like Mark said, he beat it in about 30, 30 hours and he wasn't even trying to. Like, he wasn't rushing it. He wasn't doing a speed run. He just was doing everything he wanted to and it ended up beating the game. And in 30 hours... And this game promises, like, trillions of unique worlds and planets that you can visit. I'm pretty sure that's disappointing a lot of people knowing that it can be wrapped up pretty quickly. Well, the, here's no, the question. Man. The real question to that is, once... I'm wondering if it's just, like, after a certain amount of gameplay, or if you've accomplished a certain amount of, like, exploring, or whatever the fuck you do in that game, it just triggers an event to be like, and you've completed the game. But, in a lot of games I know when you beat the game, you can continue to play the game uh, depending on what the game is. So I'm curious to say, see if it's like, oh, you won the game, but now you can continue to explore regardless of the fact that you, so to speak, have completed this. Yeah, like this could be, I mean, like I said, I compared it to Spore from the beginning where you're exploring space. And yeah, maybe there's a certain point where you beat the game is when you hit the center of the galaxy. So I guess that's the clear end point. And if you wanted to, you could fly around to all the different arms of the galaxy and explore all of that before flying to the center. Or you could fly to the center and then keep exploring the rest. But 
I think it, it, this game, I don't know if it was the developers who said it or if it was a quote from the developers that just got mutated and like taken by the fans. But like, even in this article, they're saying it promises quintillions of unique worlds. Like, yeah. that's, that's such a th- stupid amount. It is and because like, it's just like literal statistics and numbers that they're putting it together for like this, uh, procedurally generated shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. I think it's kind of, Dumb. Well, it's even like Necropolis, where it was like roguelike, where they're like, "Oh, every dungeon's unique." It's like it is that every dungeon's technically different. Yeah, it's like saying but like every... all using the same parts from like the same Lego bin. Exactly, like, and so this alien's nose is like one inch higher than the last ones, or yeah, something. Exactly, and it's like all slight this variations. Has two trees. Time <gasps> has four trees. Exactly, so it's kind of a strange, like over sense of hype just based on the numbers people see the numbers and like i can't fucking fathom that and it's like well no shit because i don't know that's math for you yeah so i i mean like i said i've always expected this game to be way overhyped because of all the delays and people are just so excited to explore space bunch of freaking nerds i think um all I wanted to say is that I think they opened a door and they've they've accomplished a, a great gaming feat in being able to do this for like to make such a vast procedurally generated game. But I also I don't know. I think yeah, it's gonna there's gonna be lots of people following suit doing the same thing, and it's gonna become less and less significant because they're probably gonna make even bigger worlds or something. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what people can create with this because. The stuff people create in like Minecraft and Little Big Planet and all these different things are amazing when someone's really dedicated to it. But I, I just imagine there's going to be quite a bit of backlash when it does launch and when people see how short it is or see how limited it is compared to what they imagined it would be. Well, imagine it was what we all imagined it would be, and there's a bunch of other games in a similar like scope. Then you'd basically, as a gamer, you'd be left with the choice, like, which game do I dedicate my life to? <laughs> like, yeah. It, seriously. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I Don't get your hopes up. That's pretty much the moral of this fucking podcast. We say it every episode. Yeah. Um, you want to change the title? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. oh, I'll bring up this. Uh, 38 Studios? I remember bringing it up a long, like a while ago, back when it was relevant. But it's a studio, like a game studio based out of Rhode Island that, uh, Kurt, uh, what's his name? Cobain. Cobain. Kurt Poke. Yeah, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Kurt Cobain, yeah. Me and Mark went for the same joke, damn it. <laughs> no, it's actually Kurt Schillings, who was a star pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox. Uh, he helped, I don't know if he made it or helped fund it. Like, he's definitely a huge part of this game studio. And they were in, like, a huge lawsuit case. Like, huge. Because they got a bunch of loans from Rhode Island, and like I think somehow the taxpayers were actually like paying for the loans, and they created Kingdoms of Amalur. Oh Rocky yeah, I, have, I remember that. I have that game. I might have. That I game. think you do. I have that game. Yes, you do. <laughs> so this game did pretty well at launch, and then completely dropped off the face of the earth. Like, yeah, no one cared anymore. It was like when a cartoonish, like Skyrim offshoot, like sort of thing. I don't know. I, I bought this. I, in 2014. It wasn't actually right. Elder Scrolls related at all. I'm just trying to say it was like it one of those. It like. Yeah. Well, they the company was being investigated for four years because the studio just collapsed in on itself after this game launched. And people are thinking it was like a huge scam and it was like money laundering and like Kurt Schilling was just stealing money and stuff. Holy shit. They were saying the company wasn't as investigated as thoroughly as any other company would. And people are suspecting it's because of the celebrity's influence of Schilling. And 
uh, fuck, what was I going to say? And Rhode Island has agreed that they're not going to press any criminal charges against them in this case. So I don't think that's them getting away with it, but I don't think they're going to be filed as criminals anymore. But they still might have to, like, you know, pay for the money they've had or somehow get involved because there's like millions of dollars of debt because of this company just dissolving. So careful with game studios. It's still like fairly new ground compared to other big media companies. So even with that LA game space, I talked about it before, but I got a bunch of games from it. Guess what's happened since then? Nothing. Fucking nothing at all has happened with LA game space. They have not even begun building the place yet because they can't even find land to do it on. So even I have been swindled by Kickstarters and the promises of big shiny game companies and uh, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah, let's play game or no game. Sweet. Alright, so, if listeners don't remember this game, I don't blame you, we only played it twice. Uh, the <laughs> game is about... It's pretty Bren- self-explanatory. Yeah, Brent and Mark have to determine whether or not this game is an actual game that was made or not. So, let's start with... Uh, have we only played it with Mark? Yep. yep, it's just been me and you the whole time. I feel time. like it's exclusively a game for you two. <laughs> um, but we're going to start this off with Giant Sandwich Explorer. Uh, which actually kind of leads me back to an older episode of this podcast. I feel like Bren was talking about like, like being inside of a, a, oh, a yeah. game inside of a, a PB and J or some shit. I don't fucking remember. Hopefully our, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say no. I'm going to say no as well. Yeah, I do remember that though. It is no good, good intuition there. <laughs> yes. All right. So now let's move on to Grey's Anatomy, the video game. Oh God. All right, yes, I'll say yes. I know for a fact that is one. Oh, god damn it. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's just... one of my go-to of like the dumbest ideas for video games. Oh, it like, is because I was thinking to myself, you guys can't possibly believe that exists and it does. <laughs> no, it does. I know for a fact that does. It's probably for like the Game Boy Advance or something. I think it's for the Wii. Oh, it is. Oh no. They're always for the Wii. It's fucking shovelware. It's disgusting. Oh god. All right, so now we're going to move on to Cubivore, survival of the fittest. Cubivore? Yeah, it's kind of like yes. a play on wor- ver- words of, I don't know, herbivore. Or, yeah, I don't know. I'll say yes. It's a, it's a giant plant eating animal that only eats cubes. Uh, I'm gonna say no. It's a game. Yay! Yeah, Mark got that one surprisingly. Yeah, no, I, that's that exists. Cubivore, survival of the fittest. Check that one out. So um, just like the the killer of Minecraft, it just comes in and eats all the cubes. How about Happy Piano Boy? Uh, no, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Ah, uh, definitely not. Uh, if if only. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Piano. <laughs> what are you doing, Joey? Oh, I'm just playing piano. Game over. You win. I'm just sitting here eating a bowl of unfortunate boy cereal. <laughs> playing Happy Piano Boy. All right. Um, let's move on to Spanky's Quest. Yes. Yes. 
Damn it. definitely a game because uh, I played the it? hell out of it. Oh, uh, that's terrible. That was what? Super NES? You played as a monkey and you had to fight evil fruit and you throw like a little bubble up and you would bounce the bubble off your head and each time you bounce it, it got bigger. And when it would pop, it would be different sports balls that did different effects and damage. I love Spanky's Quest. Uh, I it feel is hard, but I loved it. Bad that you knew I what that was. I never played that game. It's so fun. You can play it somewhere online. Just a really terrible website filled with like super virusy ads everywhere. But <laughs> it's so worth it. All right. Well, you got that one. Uh, how about Chocobo Planet? No. No. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Good, good guess. No is correct. All right, so, so I only have a few... It is like a Chocobo game, but I don't think it's Planet. Yeah, I was actually wondering if... I, I was going for a no there, and I was like, what if it exists? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. So all the Final Fantasy spinoffs. Um, and then, let's see here. Uh, How about Tongue of the Fat Man? Jeez. <laughs> oh, I really want it to be. Yeah, let's say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say no. It's a game... What? Oh, oh yes, I gotta it's find a this. legitimate. I think it's even NES. I, I'll have to look into that. I'm looking into it right and now. And Fat Man's one word: Tongue of the Fat Man. Check that one out, listener. Oh my god! Oh my! Oh, it's just as disgusting as you think it's. It's, been. Co- it's like an upside down. <laughs> I don't even know. It's terrifying. Just oh, oh it's dude. awful. No, yeah, it's someone's chin, like the cover of the game. Yes, it's someone's, like chin, but they put eyes in their nostrils and like drew eyebrows on their nose. So it's like a really small face. Dude, oh, like, it's awful. Yeah, Games like that. Like, like, think about it. There was maybe funding. some kid a long time ago that that's what he wanted for Christmas. Dude, we're blowing one of our listeners' minds right now being like, oh my god, I played the shit out of Tongue of the Fat Man. <laughs> it's made by Activision. <laughs> it's just like, still around. Why? How would you see that and be like, that's the game I want? Alright, well that, that leads me to our next uh, game, which is House of Forgotten Hardware. Yes. No. It's no. Oh, oh. Mark's first uh, incorrect answer or response. Yeah. All right. And then how about this one? Lost Unicycle Tactics. <laughs> yes. I'll say yes. It's no. Oh, oh, I was proud of that one. I feel like that, that one's so creative. if we walk away with anything other than Happy Piano Boy, we might as well make Lost Unicycle Tactics. That sounds like a great game. I simply said yes because you alternate between yes and no. <laughs> oh no! See, I'm trying to keep it tricky. You just keep. Yeah, it's yeah. not been that consistent. All right, this this game it has. <laughs> Here's the tricky one: a game called The Hoochie Play. <laughs> uh, I'll say yes. I'll say yes, too, because I really want it to be. <laughs> it is, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, oh and I actually God. have information on this one. We might as well end oh, on this one. No. Um, this game title may not translate the same way in English as it does in Japanese, but Hoochies are the name of the game in the Hoochie play. Your character is a perverted middle-aged Japanese man who plays a twisted little game with young girls who are trying to get dressed. You sneak oh, up no. yeah, you sneak oh, up on them while they are God. not looking or stand still where... Where, when they look your way occasionally you down a bottle of alcohol that helps you to build up your courage <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then it says my God. it's a novelty what? game at best with totally creepy undertones about perversion if you feel the need to virtually get a uh get a chance to play this it was released on xbox 360 marketplace in 2012 what the fuck what is this i can't wait find that it was anywhere. released in america Yes, on Xbox 360 Marketplace, apparently. 
I thought it you would have been me. like it was released in '95 in Japan only, basically. Oh my god! I thought it was gonna be like, yeah, like Mark, an older game where I was like, yeah, we can get away with this because we don't know the rules about video games yet. Not wait, like, what's it called? Oh no, I'm. I think the game was very old like that, and then they probably oh. they put it on the marketplace in 2012 oh, what's, for what's people that uh, the Hoochie play. Here, I'll put it in our chat. I gotta see this. Yeah, this is horrifying. Yeah, hold on. This is just like, dude. Yeah, everything that's wrong with Japan <laughs> in one game. Oh, All right, geez. so I have one last one, though, and I'm sure you guys are going to get it right. Do you think this is a game, Claustrophobic Breakdancing Universe? No. No. All right, that was game or no game. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just ended with a hoochie play. Oh, <laughs> uh, that works. This right. is not an old game. Like this is, it might have come out in 2012 because just the pixel graphics alone. Oh well, let's just after 2005. At least. I feel bad for bringing it up now and giving it. Uh, no. Oh god. Everyone needs to know about this horrible game. <laughs> All right, but anyway, uh, let's do some plugs quick and wrap this episode up. Where can listeners find you, Mark? Uh, Mark Leet Hacks Law on Twitter. Jesus I got a Christ. A lot of good content on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, about straining uh, your armpits or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, gold and my Instagram account as well that I've mentioned before. Okay, and how about you, Bren? Uh, ABTS Brennan on Twitter. And if you like the music for Game or No Game or Ten Questions or What Is That Sound or pretty much anything on this podcast besides the intro and I Was the Walrus, it is all done by Aunt B, who. If we have any listeners out in Nebraska or Indiana, he's actually performing out there soon. Uh, let me see if I can get the exact dates. I wrote them down somewhere. Oh, yeah. You uh, told me he was headlining. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, he's headlining his first show in Nebraska on uh, August 12th. Oh, so, you, listeners have time to get to that if you're in the local area. So do check out Ant B. His music's amazing. Yeah, I don't know where. I just know the date, and it's in Nebraska somewhere. So good luck. Yeah, No, no we'll put uh, it in the show notes. On yeah, we'll put his Facebook on the show notes, and he posts everything there most of the time. Uh, and then he's also doing a show in Indiana on September 1st. Radical. So, yeah, so he's touring more, or maybe not touring, but he's getting around the country more and performing in more shows. So if you want to see him live, he's amazing, the nicest human being I've ever met in my life. And he, he might be coming to a town near you. Ah, hopefully we will someday. I, I highly doubt it. We're, like, glued to our chairs. <laughs> um, but listener, if you liked our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handles ABT Silence. I'm personally Twitch streaming every Tuesday and Thursday at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So check that shit out and leave us a five star review and say the hoochie play made me do this. Oh, God damn it. But no, please leave <laughs> us a review. Five star. That'd be great. Um, but you could be honest. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't know. We did get a one star, so don't do that to us. It hurts. No! It hurts. Put give us a one star and it just say this show made me remember t- tongue of the fat man. <laughs>
<laughs> no, if, brought if, back all everything I've Honestly, if that's your one star review, then we deserved it. So, I'll, <laughs> or if you're mad about us like Rick rolling you when Mark did it last couple episodes oh, yeah. ago. But anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. And you can find me on Twitter at abtsbren. What? <laughs>